This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 da. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 da. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. And this week's episode is Dating in a New Place. Yes, also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, why you should dump your toy friend, and why Hinge got a bump with its gay users. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who got dumped after moving to a new state with her BF, and another listener who moved to a new country with her best friend and then found out they were both being pursued by the same guy. So much drama. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. What is going on in your week? Uh, so I was told the funniest story recently. Um Ian's good friend is a wedding photographer and he does engagement shoots and all that kind of stuff. And so he recently did an engagement shoot with this couple that wanted to feature their dog, which was very cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then they looked at all the photos later and the entire time the dog had a giant boner. No. Just like full red rocket out. Um, and now the couple have asked him to edit out the boner. You got it. You got to so edit out. You got to Photoshop out that dick. Yeah, because they're going to put it on their save the dates and stuff. But I mean, I really hope that they're saving versions with the boner for themselves because it is so funny to me. I personally feel like I would keep it. Yeah, I know you would. But that's just me. And then Ian and I started riffing on it and we were like, okay, so if we had like the boner picks, we like what would our puns like there's so much pun potential for the save oh, the okay, date. Okay, okay, what is it? Wait, let me let me try to think of one. Um we are hard for you coming to our wedding. Um, I said, okay, wait, do I have a hard one? Yes. I said, this would be a hard wedding to miss. Oh, that's way better. Uh, well, I had a little more time to think about it. You were off the cuff. Yeah. You, you know, good job. Uh, I, uh, another one, we are so excited for you to join us. That's good. That's good. Throw us a bone and come to our wedding. <laughs> um, and then Ian, uh, his was, it's going to be a real red wedding. Oh, that's a little dark. Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, in many levels. Uh, I so, love that. Um, but yeah. I, I hope that maybe you can convince them to still use the boner pick. Honestly, I was sent a copy of the photo and I'm probably not allowed to share it because it's like, you know, this couple's private We'll see if you can. Dog we'll runner, po- we'll definitely post it on our Instagram if you can. I if- just love it so much. I look at it all the time when I need to smile. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> yeah. But what's what's going on in your week? So uh, recently, Nick and I went to Broadway and- Ooh, uh, my favorite. We saw, we saw Hillary and Clinton, which is like a new yeah. play on Broadway. And I'm looking around and there's like a lot of bald heads. <laughs> and I guess we were like, I kind of realized, I was like, Nick. I looked at him. I go, I can't wait to grow old with you. Because we already like doing all of the things that we're going to do when we're old and that old people <laughs> like to do. We love going to Broadway. Lately, we've been watching Jeopardy because I'm all about that James Holzhauer's like, yes. run. I'm like, that human robot is so fun to watch. And I don't know what other things. I don't know. We like staying at home. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just can't wait to grow old. And museums. I, oh, Old we, people like museums. We are... We hit up museums like every week and you're right. We're like the youngest people in museums and we're not even like that young. So yeah. Do you ever try Wheel of Fortune? Uh, you know, not, it's not ooh. as good as Jeopardy. No, it's not as good as Jeopardy. But you know, if we're, if this thing, if we're like at home with our parents, yes, we'll right. watch Wheel of Fortune. 
There was like a one week period where Ian and I did the the double bill of Jeopardy and, and Wheel of Fortune. And we were like, yeah, old people know where it's at. They do. But I guess I have a question for you. Because I'm already doing all these things that like typically old people do, do you think I'm going to eventually get bored of them? And then when we actually are old, we're going to all of a sudden like go through like late midlife crises and like be like hitting all the raves and like buy a motorcycle. And- I don't know. Like, are we going to get bored by all this old people stuff that we're doing in our early 30s? Well, I think if you do, that's like good incentive to keep doing the old people stuff now because that sounds fun. It's like when, you know, I got it out of my system when I was 18, like clubbing and like partying and stuff. Now I'm like getting it out of my system, all of like old people stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just do things in the wrong decade. And life is cyclical. So I do think, you know, the clubbing, the desire to club might come back. Oh no. All right. We are about to jump into what's in the news, but first let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Brewmate. Don't you guys love warm beer? No, I'm just kidding. Nobody does. Nobody does. Good joke, Laura. (laughs) Well, neither did Dylan. You know, Dylan, he's the founder of Brewmate. We're on a first name basis with Dylan. Yeah, we're very tight. Needless to say, he made Brewmate and their mission is to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Now, Angela, I do got to say it's picnic season. You might bring your yummy sandwich. You bring, you know, some chips, some cheese, and you bring maybe some beer, some wine. You want it to stay to the temperature that you want. And that's what Brewmate does. Brewmate Brewmate makes sure that every sip, it's the perfect temperature, whether it's beer, wine, or spirits. And that's very cool. They have stylish insulated drinkware that's designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. That's something we can get behind, especially for summer picnic season. Um, I am pretty much in the park having a picnic every weekend in the summer because it's free. It's a fun thing to do that's free. I love that. And, you know, if you're on a date, you don't want to be drinking some, like, you know, warm rosé. No. I So I got myself the the wine slater and the uncorked wine glasses so it's not just like a bottle that keeps your wine cool you also have these like cool cups so like if you're talking and you get like really into a great conversation with your date and then you haven't taken a sip in a while it'll stay cool for you while you're being charming that's amazing i love it uh don't settle for warm alcohol chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with brewmate visit brewmate.com and add code single to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to brewmate.com, which is B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com and add code single. We would like to thank our sponsor, Zola. Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love. They're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's lives even happier from engagement to wedding to decorating your first home. Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of love. Angela, I feel like this company was created for you. I know. You've been working on redecorating your home. You're now an engaged lady. And there's lots of stuff I want. There's a lot of shit you want. This Uh, is true. So, and Ian's family... God love them, are a little obsessed with like the idea of registering. And like, I haven't even set a date for my bridal shower yet. And they keep asking me like, where are you registered? Where are you registered? And one of his aunts got so impatient that she just sent us a gift card for Bed Bath & Beyond because she couldn't wait for me to register. Oh my God. So like I... You know, I do get that. Like as soon as I get an invitation in the mail for a wedding... I RSVP and send the gift immediately because I just like my worst nightmare is being the guest at the wedding that doesn't send the gift. 
gift or like forgets to do a right. gift. So I just always do it like when I RCP. So I get it. She's a yeah. very eager aunt. It makes it easier so that, yeah, she wants to be a good family member and guest. I get it. But I'm dragging my feet. But luckily, Zola makes it super easy. So I'm not too worried. Tell us about it. Um, so you start with a free wedding website that's so easy and takes just minutes to set up. They have over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. Zola then makes it easy to personalize your favorite design with all your wedding details, like your photos and where you're getting married and all that stuff. Um, then you build your dream registry. Zola makes registering for newlywed life so easy. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. There's something for every guest to give. And guests love that they have free shipping and returns, price matching, and more. Very cool. To start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash single. That's spelled Z-O-L-A. And go to Zola.com slash single to get that 50% off your registry on Zola. All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Well, it's been a while, I feel like, since we had a new dating term that, that pop culture gave us. So. Oh my God, did the place that I think Oh, it was the place that you might expect our favorite Cosmo. Sexy. It has been so long since I've been able to play that sound cue. I know. It feels good. Let me do it one more time. Good on my ears. Sexy. Ah. All right. What is the new term? Okay. So in this piece by Taylor Andrews, she tells us about this new term, the toy friend. Uh, She says, ladies, put down your phone and break up with your toy friend already, a.k.a. The dude you text with all day but don't recognize IRL. Um, so, yeah, we've. I feel like I've had this happen. Um, well, how is this different than like – so it's like a boy toy, but it's like your friend – It's they're a little more of your friend? It's like a boy toy, but like they text you like they're your boyfriend. Like they're – like you get like the every morning like, oh, good morning, like, hey, cutie, whatever. And then she says he'll sex you like he's already made you oh. And then when you actually meet in person, he'll sit four feet away from you on the first date and, like, not touch you. Oh, I get it. Yeah, he's a toy friend. Yeah. So she says they polled their Cosmo readers, and 81% of Cosmo readers say they have been out with somebody who's guilty of this fire festival level of fraud. Toy friends play you via text like they're keepers, but then in real life they're so different. So why does this happen? She says, blame the disappointment you feel on your own imagination. It's called projective identification, according to this psychotherapist that they spoke to. You want this person to complete a fantasy, so you project what you want onto them. Um, I had a guy that I went out with that I feel like I've talked about on the podcast before that we met online, but we were both really busy. So we texted for like two months leading up to our date and we had such a great text relationship and it was it felt like I was like this is my my man's and then we met and it was awkward oh no he was your toy friend he was my toy friend I had a toy friend um so she says when you feel textual vibes with a match you likely start to personify how they act speak or even joke but you have to remember that you're only getting a fraction of who the person is from texting the rest you might be making up in your own head I definitely did that. So she said, how to avoid it. There's only one way to avoid a toy friend sitch, and that's cut down the messaging. And then after confirming that they are who they say they are, build chemistry in person or over the phone if you can't be in person. It's good advice. Yeah. And I feel like we, we, this is advice that we've given before. Like, yeah, I don't think I've gone out with a toy friend or I don't think I've been a toy friend, but I've heard about it happening a lot. 
Yeah, it's a very weird thing. It's a real bait and switch. Absolutely. But yeah, just get to know people in person, and then you'll know right away if you get along or not. Good advice. Yeah. All right, so I've been reading Fortune Magazine. This is an article by Renee Rience. Peter Buttigieg, I hope I'm saying that right. I've he says, practicing. say, boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. Uh, boot so yes, edge. you said it right. Okay, good. Buttigieg. <laughs> Uh, marriage is giving dating app hinge a spotlight. So hopefully you've heard about Mayor Pete Buttigieg. He is a candidate for the Democratic nomination. South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg has quickly risen to become a top 2020 presidential contender in the Democratic primary since his campaign launch in January. He represents intelligence, youth, and calm. Many progressive voters wish to see in the White House. His popularity, however, has an impact on more than just politics. So he has been very open about his sexuality. He came out in a 2015 op-ed for the South Bend Tribune. He's happily married now to a man. Chastin. Chastin Glesman. I know. He's a junior high school teacher. And we read on a podcast uh, last week about how people love people that have careers that are like do-gooder careers. And I was like... You got to put that high school teacher stuff on your profile. Yep. And you know what else? Chastin used to do improv. I love Chastin. People love <laughs> Chastin. Apparently, he's got a very funny Twitter. I was just going to say, if you're not already following him, everybody should follow him. Yeah. Follow them both. But uh, Chastin adds a little spice. <laughs> so they met on the dating app Hinge in 2018. And I guess their successful love story has inspired other gay men to seek relationships on the same platform. And according to Hinge, there's been a 30% increase in profiles created by gay male individuals since around the time Mayor Pete became a household name. So I love this. I think it's great. Uh, one of our very close friends, Mallory, she does PR for Hinge. So I saw she was like posting about this article on her Instagram. And I was like, this is so interesting. I need to talk about this on the on the podcast. Uh, so the founder, Justin McCloyd of Hinge said, we're proud of all our relationships we've helped set up, including Mayor Pete and Chastin. We're happy to see that their love stories inspired even more members of the LGBTQ community to find their person on Hinge. So the one thing that I really love about Hinge, Angela, is that they... Uh, Hinge advertises that they're designed to be deleted. So they want you to find your long-term partner and then delete the app. And I like that that's, that that's like a part of their brand. Right, because not everybody is looking for a hookup. And right now I feel like most of the apps are kind of hookup focused. Yeah. Mallory actually said that they hired somebody recently. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but their job is for people like not to become addicted to apps so like they okay. help people they basically like uh, they hired somebody to like encourage people to delete the app to like find their person and then like move on so i found that really? interesting. That. yeah so great for mayor mayor pete he is he's encouraging people to to join hinge yes great so we are going to jump into our mailbox so first let's take a quick sponsor break we would like to thank our sponsor, Clonawilly. Yes, we have a new sponsor, and their name is Clonawilly, and I genuinely am really excited about this. Let me tell you about Clonawilly. Clonawilly, and there's also Clonapussy, allows anyone to make an exact replica of a penis or a vulva into a functioning sex toy at home. They send you DIY molding kits that are ethically sourced and hand-assembled in Portland, Oregon, all materials are 100% body safe in case you were worried about that. Uh, they have a new product that's called Clona Pussy Plus Sleeve that allows for a custom masturbator creating a vulva replica and attaching to included sleeve. So 
whatever, you can Google it and figure out what that is. I gave one to our friend Trevor. Well, I gave it to Nick to give to our friend Trevor at his bachelor party that Nick went to. And I was like, did you give him his clone a willy so he can clone his willy for his wife to be? And Nick's like, yep, I gave it to him. He loved it. Best bachelor gift ever. Uh, And then the next morning, uh, Trevor stayed a little longer on the trip. The next morning, we get a picture from Trevor. He got stopped in security in the airport for having Clona Willie in his bag because, I don't know, it comes in like like a tube that looked suspicious. And he had to explain what his clone willy was. And there's pictures of it. And it's really funny. And um, yeah, thank you, Trevor. <laughs> and also sorry. Um, but I hope you enjoy this gift we gave you. So uh, you guys can check out clone willy on their social media, which is at clone willy kit uh, and on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, that's what it is. Clone willy kit. And it's just clone willy on Twitter. We're hooking it up because that's what we do here. For 20% off, go to www.cloneawilly.com and use our promo code SINGLE20 at purchase. That's cloneawilly.com, promo code SINGLE20. If you want to surprise your sig other, someone you're dating, uh, ask them to clone their willy for you or or clone your your vagine (laughs) and let us know how it goes. We would like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized for your specific health needs. You take a short quiz and answer questions about your diet, lifestyle, fitness, and health goals, and Care Of puts together a personalized plan just for you. I gotta say, Angela, it's just so easy. My mornings are very hectic now that I have a baby. You don't have to have a baby for your mornings to be hectic, but I don't want to open like a bunch of different pill bottles and like I can't deal with trying to remember to update, you know, which vitamin do I need? And which one am I low on? I just get my care of, sent to my house. I just open up a packet, pop it in my mouth. I don't think about it. It's just so simple. Yeah. My morning routine is tight enough. I do not have any time to think. I just want to <laughs> pop some stuff in my to my mouth that care of has pre-designed for me. And that's exactly what I do. They, uh, If you don't know what to take, you could just go to care of's website. They have this fun online quiz that asks you about your diet and your health goals and your lifestyle choices. It only takes five minutes to find your personal scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. It can be really hard to know what vitamins and supplements you should be taking, but care of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. Care of makes sure what you're putting into your body comes from the best sources backed by honest guidance and transparency all available to you on their website. Care of also now offers protein powders that are available in individual packets for on the go and tubs, all personalized to your fitness goals and dietary preferences. Very cool. It's great. We've been using it for quite a while. For 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter our code this is why. That's 25% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter our promo code this is why. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week for us to answer? Well, first up, we have a listener update. We love when you guys let us know what happened after we answered your question, and the update kind of goes with our theme, so I thought I'd read it. Um, so we had read a question from our listener, B on the Can You Scare Someone Off episode, where she said she was obsessed with this new guy that she was seeing and basically wanted to know how to tell him that without sounding crazy, and sadly, it did not work out for her. Um, I think he actually broke up with her before we even got to read the question on the podcast. But So she wrote in, she said... 
We actually had an amazing night. And the next morning, he hit me with this text. Uh, it says, hey, so I've been doing a lot of thinking and wanted to be upfront with you that I don't think I want to be in a relationship right now. Just having moved here and settling in myself, I don't think the timing is right. You're a really great girl, and I've had a ton of fun with you, and the last thing I want to do is lead you on. I think it's better off that we don't see each other anymore. Hope you understand. And she says, so, yeah, I need to chill the F out. Thanks for the advice, ladies. Much love. Aw, it's a bummer when you get really excited about people, but... At least, I guess she didn't have to stress out about scaring him off anymore. I know. S- for a sad reason, but thank but you I, for the update. I have to say, I think he did the right thing. I really like how he handled He's, it. He didn't ghost her. He was honest. A hundred percent. And he is doing the right thing for himself. I think when you're in a new place, it's important to kind of live there a bit before you settle into something. Absolutely. So. What do we have to answer this week? Okay. First up, we have our listener, Erica. And Erica writes, thank you so much for your show. My si- my sister recommended it to me after my breakup, and it's been helping me to not feel like a total failure. You're not a to- total failure, Erica. You're doing great. Um, she says, I recently had a breakup that was very devastating and seemed to come out of nowhere. We moved to Colorado six months ago with plans to move to New Hampshire this coming summer. About a month ago, he said he felt like he should know after nine months of dating whether or not he wants to marry me and broke things off. Oh, I know. He moved out of our apartment and to New Hampshire without me, claiming he didn't want to ask me to move if he had doubts about us. I mean, I respect that. You don't want to move across the country and then... Yeah. Unfortunately, they did move one time already. Yeah. <laughs> but he spared her the second move. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh, that sucks. Well, you know, I I guess I still appreciate him being like as honest as he can. Like he was giving it a shot. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't want to lead somebody on. Like it's shitty news, but at some point you have to break it up. It's break it off It's if you're not feeling it and you're not 100% in, it's better to do it ASAP. Right. Just because a breakup's going to be hard is not an excuse to not go through with the breakup. So it's true. But uh, so she says, I have been really struggling lately to accept that he's not coming back. I feel like I've lost a piece of myself. I recently moved into a new place with roommates and have even tried going on a couple dates, but I still feel like I have a hole inside me. What can I do now to start feeling like myself again? I mean, I think you're doing all the right things. It's really one of, I mean, as boring and sad and advice this is time does heal and you just have to do more things and focus on you and it's good that you're going on dates and like hanging out with new friends and like just try to you know get in find some interesting things to do in the city you know like that's Angela started doing improv and sketch that's where we met and it kind of like I feel like gave you a new life yeah I did and I think like you know you being in a new place where maybe you don't know a lot of people can feel really lonely, but you when you look at it, you actually have this great opportunity to fill your life with activities. Like there's a lot for you to do. Like make a to-do list and like get to work distracting yourself doing that. Like create your community in your new place. Like make new friends. Make yourself like an appealing person that's happy and grounded in your new life so that when you do meet that new person – you're like ready for them and they're not going to become then you're not going to like attach yourself and make them your whole life no you'll already have a colorful life exactly all right well um we hope that's helpful and good luck i I know you feel down but but like we said i think it's 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 at the end of the day it's good he broke it off when he did yeah it would be way worse if you were like bouncing all over the country with this guy who was not even that into you he did you a favor even though it doesn't feel like it now what else we got in the mailbox Okay, this one is anonymous, and she says, first of all, you guys are awesome. My sister introduced me to your podcast a few months ago, and I'm such a huge fan. Wow, all these sisters. I know. I had to slow down for a second. I was like, is this the same person? No, different person, but 
Thank you to the sisters of the world. I like that we're keeping in all the compliments lately. I know. Yeah, we sometimes we used to like cut those out, but but it feels good. It does. It does feel good. Every now and then we need a little boost. Okay, so she says, here's the problem. I moved to England last August from Canada with my best friend to teach. We have both become really good friends with one of our coworkers. The three of us hang out all the time. I slept with him for the first time six months ago. It's just something that happens when we are really drunk. It also was my first time, but he doesn't know that. Also, I have a really hard time letting people into my life, but recently I have realized that I love him. Like I'm not in love with him, but I do love him, which is a hard realization for me. Okay, so the problem is this weekend he tried to sleep with my best friend, and I found out that he fooled around with another friend in my house. Should I confront him about this? Do you think I should even be friends with him anymore? I don't know that many people here, so it would really suck to cut him out of my life. What Uh, should I do? I think you got to confront him. And all you got to say is like, look, I really like you. And if you don't feel that way about me, that's fine. If you don't want to have a relationship with me, that is what it is. But just have respect for me as a person and you don't need to be like fucking all my friends and my roommates. Just have respect. Like if you're going to hook up with people, just do it outside the house because that's not cool. Like I really like you. You slept with me and it's just disrespectful for you to be trying to hook up with all my friends. And I feel like that is a reasonable thing to say. Yeah, I think like, you know, obviously you're not exclusive. You haven't had any kind of conversation about being exclusive, I don't think. So like him hooking up with other people... It's shitty, it's, he, but it's like uh, he's in the thing that okay. happens. But yeah. the fact that he was like fishing from the same pond, so to speak, like going after your best friend and somebody else who lives in the same house as you, that shows a real lack of respect for you as a person. Yeah, this guy kind of sucks. And I get that you don't want to lose him as a friend because you don't know that many people. So that's fine. You can keep him as a friend. I don't think he respects you. I, I don't see him wanting to be in a relationship with you as hard as that might be to hear. But if he was even thinking about that, he shouldn't be sleeping around with people in your house. He might just think you wanted something casual. I don't think he, maybe he's not a dick. I think he's a little stupid. He yeah. might just like assume that like, oh, um, you know, like she just wants something casual too. After all, we like hooked up when we were drunk. Like maybe it wasn't a big deal to her. Like she's so chill and cool to be around. So he might think you're totally fine with this. I think you need to set him straight because people are not mind readers and you need to tell him like, look, I know maybe you thought this was okay, but I find it very disrespectful and I care about our friendship. So, uh, stop cut it out yeah and i think like you know yeah like laura said it stop sleeping with him maybe you can keep him as a friend after you've had this conversation but also take the energy that you have been putting into this friendship and maybe put it into meeting some new people yes absolutely if you want your listener questions answered or if you have any messages you want to share email us at contact at this is why your single show.com uh, please be concise, a paragraph or less. You can also find all of our contact info on our website. This is why your single show.com. Every now and then we get people that write in like, I know this is too long, but, and then it'll be like three pages. And like, we can't even read all that. <laughs> so like, if you want us to read it, you gotta, ha- you gotta be able to say it. You gotta edit. You gotta edit. Um, all right. On that, on that little, uh, luxury note, <laughs> it is time to dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is dating in a new place goes with our theme from the listener question segment. Um, So we hear from a lot of people actually that are struggling with this issue of they've moved to a new place and now they're dating and there are lots of challenges that come up. Obviously, you don't have any friends in the area maybe yet, so it's hard to find ways to meet outside of a dating app. 
Um, once you meet somebody, you can fall into the trap of putting all your attention on that one person. Um, then they're like the only person that you're seeing socially and you're not focused on meeting friends. You just have this person and then their friend group becomes your friend group. And that's the problem because if it doesn't work out for whatever reason, then then you're going to feel like your whole world is crumbling because you only have them and their friend group and like that's your whole social circle. So you're going to feel really alone and isolated and like as sad as it is, the friends are obviously going to pick the person that they knew first. Yes. So you need to make sure when you move to a new place that you are meeting people outside of a relationship. If you do start a relationship really early on, that's so important, whether it's people that you work with. I don't know. There's Bumble. You can like meet, you know, friends on Bumble, not like dating. You know, you, they have like the friends part of the app. So there's all these apps now. There's a ton of apps actually where you can just meet friends. So, you know, do that. Ask people, you know, ask friends that you know on Facebook, like that are from where you moved. Like, hey, like I do that all the time when friends are moving from New York to California. I'm like, let me put you in touch with some awesome girls out there. And I like set my friends up with like a bunch of blind dates with my chick friends out there. Yeah. So people will do that for you. So just make sure you create a life for yourself like outside of whoever you're dating. Totally. Because yeah, then you don't want to be the person that like you're so desperate for human interaction that you're going to keep going on these dates and you're going to like put even more pressure on yourself for things to work out because you're like, I just need a human to interact with outside of like my job or whatever. And you don't, yeah, you don't want to, desperation, people can read that unfortunately and people are drawn to confidence. So you'll be more confident if you're just like, First, focusing on creating a life, like Laura said, and making some friends and being happy in your new home. Yep. And don't be afraid to go on dating apps because whether it works out or not, like maybe those people will just become new friends and that those could be your like separate friend, you know, you know, cycles, even yeah. though, you know, if they're really into you and you turn them down, they might not want to just be your friend, but it could happen. So, it could happen. Yeah. Don't be afraid of dating apps. And on that note, it's time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. Being in a new place can be really scary because it's unfamiliar. So let's get familiar and learn about dating across the country and the globe in a game we call Make a Move. Make a Move. So I'm going to read some some around some uh, national and international dating trivia for you, and you have to guess the answer. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so first up, according to a survey by The Sun, what percentage of British singles admitted they've never asked a date out in person? 33. Three. No, those shy little Brits, they say over half, over half have not oh, asked wow. a person out in person. Uh, what country has the highest percentage of people who live alone? Who live alone. Uh, do I get a hint? Um, it's one of those countries that people are always saying people are really happy in. Denmark. No, but close it's like it's it's in that region i think norway sweden sweden yeah it's in the region yeah uh so yeah apparently 47 percent of people in sweden live alone it's they said it's possibly because there's an abundance of affordable single occupancy apartments well that that always helps yeah i was i would i would have lived alone if that was possible right but it's not it's not uh, so, okay, next one. According to WalletHub, which we are fans of, uh, WalletHub, what is the best U.S. state for singles based on the combined factors of dating economics, dating opportunities, and romance and fun? Romance and fun, uh, and economics. So it's got to be a place that's not too expensive. Uh, Texas. It's actually Florida. 
Really? Yeah. I guess those old people really can like date around. No, I'm just kidding. There, there are. I do feel like for the romance and fun category, there, there's lots of theme parks and there's Gatorland. That's... Which I just found out was a thing. Yeah, Florida has a lot of stuff. Yeah. Miami is full of art galleries. And... <laughs> a little more classy than the Orlando type things that I was referencing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Miami's not that cheap either, but, but still. Yeah. Uh, okay, where, what is the worst state for singles in the U.S.? San Francisco. Oh, so that's not a state. So California. <laughs> no. I, but, I was thinking California, but particularly San right. Francisco. But that's not a state. <laughs> Could be the worst city. Who knows? I don't know. But the uh, no, apparently it's West Virginia. Oh. Yeah. I don't know much else about West Virginia, but now we know that. Not going there. No. Um, uh, next question. According to the same study, what state has the lowest share of single adults? Uh, the lowest share of single. So think of a state where perhaps people get married young. Las Vegas, nope. which is not a state. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. Nevada. <laughs> no, but that is a good guess because people do go there to that one part of Nevada <laughs> to get married. Uh, no, if, I would be killing it if these were. Well, I, I guess I got it wrong either way. But um, <laughs> what was it? It was Utah. My guess is because, oh Mormons, like, lots of, yeah, and they get married really young. They get married so when they're like thirteen. It's hard to be like a thirty-year-old single in Utah, apparently. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Um, a final question: According to a survey from the Knot, what percentage of Americans have met their partner via a dating app? Uh forty percent. It's actually lower, but it's still pretty high. It's seventeen percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, I was horrible at that <laughs> at, at that game, but thank you for making it. <laughs> no problem. I, I think still we had, all learned a lot. I still had fun. I have fun when I lose. Yeah. And I don't know if I, I mean, I definitely would not have known any of those answers had I not been the one that created the test. There so. you go. Uh, well, guys, we hope we cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and we've got our audiobook on Audible. Uh, which you guys should all get because we read it to you. We do. You can get hooked up with discounts from our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisisbyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. You can follow our personals. I am at Sparadactyl on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and Laura Lane on Twitter. And please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.